0: Welcome back or welcome to everybody fun on weekdays podcast. It's just me, myself and I today sitting in a little bit of a different environment. I have all of my merch orders behind me. Some of them are packed. Some of them are still in the boxes. It's been a really chaotic week, a really exciting week. And before I get into today's episode, I guess I just wanted to give you guys some life updates. So number one, I have to say thank you so freaking much to everybody who supported me and bought my merch, or if you weren't able to buy it, thank you again still so much just for your support and encouragement and kind words. Seriously, like when I put this out, I had that moment where I'm like, what if this flops? What if I look so silly and you know, it doesn't go the way that I think it's going to, and that was not the case. sold out like within a couple of hours. And so if you missed this, hopefully in the next time that I do merch, you'll be able to get it. I'll try to order some more. And this is just kind of like a learning curve. So the past week I've been packaging my orders um, out of Connor and Mike's Waterboy office. I kind of took over. I feel like I need to start paying them rent, but on the flip side, I feel like the amount of Waterboy that I sell for them, it kind of evens out, you know what I mean? So anyways, I'm sitting here in their office, And yeah, it's just been so crazy, and I have been packing everything myself, which I feel like it's very time-consuming. You have a lot of appreciation for small businesses that do this, Uh, but it's also given me just such a different sense of gratitude, and um, what's the word? I just feel very close and connected to what I'm doing because it's mine. It's my brand. It's coming to life, and I'm like physically putting it together, which is so cool. So that's the first thing merch sold out and I'm working on some new designs for the future. No plans yet to restock these current designs. Um, I could talk honestly an entire episode about merch and how to do it. And like all of the mistakes I made and all the things I learned. So if you guys want that, let me know. Uh, But then the next thing that I wanted to share, ah, you may have seen this on TikTok. Um, I am kind of embarrassed to admit that I did do like a soft launch of our puppy <laughs> I posted a picture of Connor holding our puppy in his little like carrying bag and you could hardly see Quincy in the in the picture and people were replying to my to me in my jams and i like is that a puppy in the bag like are you soft launching your puppy right now and I didn't realize that it was soft launching but 100 percent this is my hard launch right now Connor and I got a puppy. Technically Connor bought the dog, so he is Connor's dog if we were to break up, which I don't want to think about the possibility of that. So let's not, <laughs> uh, but yeah, we've had Quincy for a little, uh, actually like a week now. Uh, Saturday was our anniversary with him. He a little mini golden doodle. He has been biting up all my clothes, all my furniture. I'm like getting all this anthropology stuff in and I'm like, holy crap. <laughs> I probably should have thought this through. Um, Peeing everywhere. He's doing better with the pee pads, but yeah, um, I'm definitely still learning everything that I need to know about being a puppy mom, a dog mom. And so maybe a couple weeks in, maybe about a month in, I'll do an episode all about, you know, the struggles and the realities of having a dog uh, because it all definitely hits you at once. And of all the weeks that we decide to get a dog, It's the week that I sell out merch. So I've been very, very busy. It's also South by Southwest weekend or week, I should say. And I live in downtown Austin. So like there are concerts on pretty much every block. There's traffic everywhere. There's people walking around and it's so, so cool. I absolutely love it. I've never been to a South by, uh, and this is my first time being able to go since I've lived here because, you know, COVID, they didn't have it for the past, I think two years. Uh, So it's been really, really cool, but I have to say, there's so many events, there's so many people, and your social battery drains so fast. And a lot of these events have alcohol, and um, so when you're drinking at one event, then you have another event later in the day, it it can definitely be tiring. And ironically, that's what today's episode is going to be all about. So it is actually my six-month anniversary of quitting my job at TikTok and pursuing fun on weekdays full time and being a full time content creator, advertiser, if you will. <laughs> For whatever reason, I still like refuse to admit that I'm an influencer, but yeah, it's been 6 months and a lot has changed. Not only like where I'm living, who I'm dating, my puppy, you know, what I'm doing with my career, but also just my values as well. And I think You know, a lot of times people assume that because I quit my job, I have a lot more time to myself and I'm like fun on weekdays, right? That's my brand. So they expect me to be out and partying. And I think a lot of people have recognized that I actually don't go out far as much as I used to in the past. Um, and so people will make comments like what happened to your old content of you going out and like actually having fun on weekdays. And that brings me to this fun on weekdays is subjective, right? It means something different to everyone. And it's supposed to change as you grow and evolve as well. So when I first started Fun on Weekdays, to me what was fun was going out and meeting new people and being like in this new stage of my life where I'm still kind of new to Austin, just trying to figure things out. And so what I used to consider fun, I no longer find as much enjoyment in. I found enjoyment in other things. And I think that's so important to remember is that fun on weekdays means something different to everyone no matter how old you are if you're in high school you're in college you're post-grad you're single you're in a relationship you're married you have kids you're retired not a single person in the world is going to say the exact same thing is fun to each other you know what i mean like what's fun to me is not necessarily fun to my mom what's fun to me is not necessarily fun to connor What's fun to me is not necessarily the same fun as my friends or my grandparents or, like, my managers, you know? It's so important to remember that fun on weekdays, when I started it, for me, fun was going out. And maybe it was drinking on a Tuesday or Wednesday night. But fun on weekdays doesn't mean blacking out, you know, like, going out every night of the week to me. But that's the thing, it can mean that to you if that's what you think is fun and that's what you find enjoyment in. But for me, I think I've taken a little bit of a step back and I've kind of found just more fun and more enjoyment in doing other things that fulfill me a little bit more are using a better use of my time. And I feel as though I'm growing more. And I think that you can also see it in the content that I've been putting out. Like People say, you just look happier. You just look like you just look like you enjoy life so much more. And I think that's so true because I have been spending so much more time focusing on myself versus like going out. So today's episode is all about the fact that you do not have to go out and drink alcohol to have fun on weekdays, okay? I You're hearing it from me first because the reality of it is that you don't need to drink to have fun. And oftentimes some of your best memories are when you're sober because... You can remember them. So I wanna talk about it today because I think that there's like this huge expectation that people, especially in your mid twenties, are, are expected to go out and drink and party and like live up your twenties as much as you can before you settle down and then you can't go out ever again. I think that's kind of like the mindset that a lot of people have. And especially coming off of college, like it's very easy to get into that routine. And I was very much the kind of person that I would go out literally almost every single day To an extent that I would kind of use fun on weekdays as like my excuse for why I wanted to go out and drink all the time. But I wanted to remind y'all that fun on weekdays is not the actual event itself that you're doing on a weekday. So it's not like playing Scrabble or it's not like, uh, (laughs) let's see, it's not like going to a park or it's not going to a happy hour. Like that can be it. But fun on weekdays to me is really just a mindset of this idea that you aren't going to use The day of the week as an excuse for why you're not doing things that you want to accomplish in your life so this episode is really all about how fun on a weekdays kind of evolves as you evolve and you grow so looking back at high school let's take it way back when i graduated high school in 2016 And, you know, the things that I did in high school for fun are completely different than I would do now. And that's that's what life is supposed to be. Right. So I was really, really busy in school. I know I have a lot of uh, high school girls that listen to me. I have a lot of college girls that listen to me. So I want to just kind of like share some of the things that I did. So in high school, I was super busy. I cheerleaded for the fall and uh, spring. I did football and basketball. And then I was also in student council. I was really, really involved with that. I did theater. And I also had a job after school. So a lot of my weekdays after I would get home from school is I would go to a sporting event and I would either cheer at the event or I would go like support my friends that were on the team. Or I would go to my local mall and I would clock in for my shift. And then the mall would close at 9 p.m. I would go home from working that day and I would maybe watch TV before I went to bed. And like my weekdays in high school obviously looked a lot different. But the whole thing is that I had so much freaking fun in high school being under the age of 18. It wasn't even, you know, obviously you're not, uh, what's it called? A major? Fuck. <laughs> not a major. Oh my God, what's it called? You're, you're, you're still a minor. So, and you, you're not even of age to drink. So none of my life was evolved around drinking, but I still kind of had this mindset of like, living for fun on weekdays, right? Like just because I had school in the morning didn't mean that I couldn't have like a sleepover with my friends on a Wednesday or a Thursday. And it didn't mean that I couldn't pick up a shift after work to make some extra money so that I could like go for a weekend trip. Um, so in high school, I definitely still lived by that motto was just like really maximizing every single moment that I possibly could because high school is this one time that, oh my God, if I could go back I wouldn't change anything, but I would relive it. I had like the best years and people will say, oh, you peaked in high school. Like, no, I think I, I, think if you live by the motto of fun on weekdays, I think that you will peak at every point of your life, which is a really cool thing. And I wanna be the person that inspires you to do that. So some of the things that we used to do for fun in high school, oh my gosh, I'm from the Midwest. You guys, if you know of Sheets, then you know of Sheets. It's like a gas station. They also have food inside that you can order. And we would drive there on a weekend, like this was what it was fun for us. Or we would go there after like a sporting event, and we would order macaroni bites, and uh, what was that Oh, fluffer nutters, which is like this milkshake smoothie, just absolutely packed with sugar, and it was just so wholesome, right? Like we're not drinking; we're just spending time with our girlfriends or our guy friends, and we're driving to a gas station and hanging out. Like the fact that that's what we did for fun. <laughs> If I were to do that now as a 24 year old, I think I would probably still have fun, but it's not like a daily thing in my schedule. This was like an every weekend type of thing. Another thing we would do is you go to the mall, right? Like you meet up with your girlfriends and you go shopping for a day. We would always go to like Beachwood, which was a little further away. It was kind of bougie. Um, And we just like made a day of it. And we would get like Auntie Annie's or you would get a smoothie while you're at the mall and you just hang out with your friends. So wholesome. Or like one thing that I love to do for fun in high school was stay after school and paint banners. I won uh, most school spirit in high school, which is no surprise to me because I would stay after and I'd get like these giant rolls of paper and I'd put them out into the hall and I would take paint from my art class because I had art like one of the last periods of the day. So I would take the bottles of paint and I would paint like these giant banners for sports games and then I would hang them up in the halls above the lockers. I'd put like streamers in the hall. Like that was so fun to me. And none of that, none of that involves drinking, right? <laughs> Another thing is that we would always sleep over at my friend Jessie's house and she would host our kind of like girls nights. Um, we would put these mattresses on the floor in front of the two couches she had so We put on like chick flicks. She would make buffalo chicken dip and this like peanut butter dip. And we would just sit there and eat and gossip and drink Pepsi Max. And I would be like bouncing off the walls with caffeine. It's kind of like the same as being drunk when you're (laughs) not 21. And it was just such a good time. And I look back on all these memories and I'm like, wow, you can have such good friends, such awesome relationships and be so close with people without having to go out and drink and party. Cause if I can do it in high school, then why shouldn't I be able to do it post-grad just because everyone else is, you know? Uh, so with that being said, I didn't really start drinking. Like a lot of my friends did drink in high school and I'm not here to like promote it or anything, but I was always kind of like the goody two shoes. <laughs> um, not that my parents were strict or anything cause I had two older sisters, you know, as the youngest, you kind of get away with a lot. But the first time I drank was senior year. Um, I discovered Mike's Hard Lemonades, and <laughs> and uh, those were, like, pretty good, you know? Of course they are, because it's just straight-up sugar, and so we would go to our friend Tessa's house. She had this barn in her backyard, and we would, like, sometimes, quote-unquote, party there, and what I mean by party is I'd have, like, maybe two Mike's Hards. I'd be, like, kind of tipsy, you know? She had um, a pool table there. We would play, like, uh, flip cup and beer pong, but we'd, pay- we'd play it all with, like, water, um, but the whole point about it is like, even though I did kind of drink a little bit in high school, um, my life didn't revolve around it. And I think the key to the reason why is because I already had my friends in high school and it wasn't like I was drinking to make friends. And it, and it also wasn't like we were going out to a bar. Like we were just going to one of our close friends' house that we already trusted, that we were already you know, very good friends with. And we were kind of quote unquote drinking as a way to just get closer with each other. And it wasn't so revolved around our life. Whereas I think in college, you start to drink and you start to go out to these social settings because you're trying to meet people and you're trying to make friends. And I think in that type of situation, when you don't really know anyone, you're in this like new place, you have all this newfound freedom. It's very normal for people to go out and drink because you, know, you think drinking kind of calms your nerves. It makes you like a little bit less anxious. So when I think about how I made my friends in college, um, some of them were from my classes, some people in my dorms, some people are in like clubs or you know, extracurriculars, but mainly like my sorority. And with Greek life, there's always a lot of events going on. So I was super, super involved in like the philanthropies, always painting banners, helping with day decorations, like anything that had decorations, sign me up. I'm there. I loved it. And kind of like continued on that love for painting banners in high school, which is kind of cheesy of me, but I do love that about me. I'm a DIY girl. <laughs> so I, I did a lot of that kind of stuff with my sorority, but you also have a lot of like day parties. I lived in an annex house uh, my junior and senior year with seven other girls that were also in my sorority. And like the whole thing that you wanted to accomplish of the year was to be voted the best annex house. And in order to be voted voted the best annex house is to throw the best parties and so you're constantly having people over to your house you're constantly having pre-games every single weekend you're either going to the frat parties or you're going to the bars and I think I kind of used um all of these like events as excuses for why I wasn't exploring like my college town because it was very small town and I just you know I kind of said like oh the only thing to do here really is to drink there were a lot of like fraternity date parties, sorority date parties, just a lot of events that kind of revolved around drinking a little bit. You think about like your college bars and every single night of the week they have different specials, right? You got like Tuesday is ladies night, Wednesday is wine night, Thursday, you got thirsty Thursday, and then Friday, Saturday, of course, are like your typical weekend nights. And so I actually bartended in college. And so if I wasn't out with my friends like on the other side of the bar, I was behind the bar serving drinks and we were encouraged, which looking back now, I'm so naive. I really should have seen like how horrible this situation actually was, but we were like encouraged to drink while we were on the clock. So if I wasn't working Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, I was probably out. So there were at least like four days a week that I was probably most likely drinking. And I think one of the most, damaging things about going out and being like in this type of party culture is the fact that it's just so easy to overconsume. because like you're having people over for a pregame and you're maybe having a shot or a drink or two at the pregame and then you go to the bar and you're doing a round of shots with your friends there and then you go to a new bar and you're drinking a completely different drink that doesn't probably mix well and so you end up having a lot of these nights where you get really drunk and you go to sleep and you wake up the next morning and you don't really remember a lot of the missing pieces. And to an extent, like it was funny for me. I look back and I have so many Snapchat memories of me like recording myself when I'm super hungover. I'm like, I don't know what I did last night. And it was fun. Like I have no shame in that whatsoever because I have so many great memories from some of those nights. And I probably have some memories that I don't even remember. But like, I just want to reiterate, I'm not bashing on anybody that likes to go out and party. What I'm saying is just that I had a really long period of my life that I did that constantly. And I think I'm kind of at this point now where I'm just maybe just a little bit over it and I'm finding different interests, which is kind of exciting, kind of scary, kind of weird. But I graduated college in May of 2020, which was right when the pandemic started. and. Obviously, like you missed the last couple months of your college experience and you're really upset about it. At the time, you thought like the world was ending and quite literally it, it like was. Like everything was shut down, you couldn't do anything, you couldn't see family, you couldn't go anywhere. Not being able to go out to the bars, it really, really made you kind of question, what do I do for fun? Like if I can't go out to the bars and I can't drink every night, what am I going to do to entertain myself? And I think it was within those last couple of months that I was staying at Kent and I was quarantining with my roommates that I got the closest with my friends that I have ever been. I lived with them for two years, but it wasn't until like those two months that we were staying there and we couldn't go out, we couldn't do anything other than just be in each other's presence, that we got to know each other in a way that we never had before. We were doing things like, well, OK, you know, we couldn't go out to the bars, so we thought, why not just bring the bars to us? <laughs> so one of the things that we did during quarantine was every single room in our house, we kind of recreated into like the college bars of Kent. Uh, so like downstairs was, um, oh, my gosh, I don't even remember the name of the bars. Like, who do I think I am I'm trying to retell this story? And I'm not even doing justice to the bars that we used to spend so much of our time at. Well, you, you get the idea. We recreated it and we had like the signature drinks from each bar in each room. So we did our actual own bar crawl and we ended it in the front living room uh, where we set up like this big DJ station. We had like a neon light and we had like a strobe light and we had bottles of champagne and I was like the quote unquote bottle girl. So we ended the night with a table, (laughs) with a table of bottle service and we're playing like all the DJ hits and it was supposed to replicate like the bar that we typically always end our night at. And so that was one of the things that we did that involved drinking. But I think it was more so, when I look back on that night, it wasn't the fun that I had of actually consuming the drink. Like, to me, alcohol never really tastes good unless it's a, you know, pina colada, of course, spicy mango margarita, or, you know, I could fancy a wine here or there. But typically, like, if I'm taking a shot, I never like that. So when I look back on that night with my roommates, and how much fun we had it wasn't the actual act of drinking it was honestly like all of the preparation leading up to it it was us making these signs and like making these videos of us recreating like handing our card to the quote unquote bouncer that we had and like just doing all these kind of crafts it was all of those memories that i really really cherish and then some other things we did was uh, it started to get warmer outside so i think we started quarantining like mid-March, the last time that I ever went out was St. Patrick's Day, actually, of my senior year there, and so it was the following day after that that we had to quarantine, and so I lived in the college house from March until January, February, March, April, May, June, until like the end of May, beginning of June, and then I moved back home uh, before I ended up coming to Austin in July. So during those months when it started to get warmer outside, we would go outside and we would have bonfires or we would lay out in the sun. We would literally put bath towels out on our gravel driveway. It was so uncomfortable. We would lay in the sun that was like hardly shaded by all of our dead trees in our backyard. And then in our front yard, um, and so anybody who's listening to this that goes to Kent State or maybe went to Kent State, I used to live at this house that we called Fever. And it was this big blue house on East Summit. So kind of right across from campus. And in the front yard, it had a hill that went down. So when it started to get warm, we would put our lawn chairs out there. We would like do, you know, our schoolwork out there. Cause obviously we're still in college. You have to finish our classes out. And we put out a tarp one day and we did like flip cup, uh, slip and slide. And honestly, like that day was just so fun. And then we ended up having a cookout and just all of those memories it wasn't like the actual game it wasn't like actually consuming it it was just spending time together another thing we did was we would always play beer ball that was like our favorite game um basically it's like you know a folding table that at both ends of the corner you throw a ping pong ball and you try to hit the person's uh cup across from you and then if you hit it then your partner has to drink i won't go into the details it really doesn't matter uh, we, we would always do that we would always play mexican train In our living room, we'd set up like this big table. We play for hours and hours. Uh, We would make TikTok dances and like make trends all the time. It was at the time where before I had ever had really a TikTok following that we would just kind of do it for fun and two hours would pass by. And all of a sudden we learned like a TikTok dance and time just flew. Just having fun together. We played hide and go seek in our house. Like we got real freaking creative here because we couldn't go to the bars. Um, but it was truly just the fact that we got so creative with how we spent time together. And then I think when the bars started opening back up and, you know, COVID kind of started dying down, I think a lot of people look back to quarantine and obviously like there's so many negatives to it. Um, but there's also, for me at least, a lot of positives because I think that I was really able to strengthen a lot of my friendships and relationships because there was not the distraction of going out and just really truly sitting down and spending time with each other. So I talked about this a little bit at the very beginning about how when you are in like your 20s, you are just kind of expected to go out and drink like that's just what people do or it's just what people expect you to do. And so when I think about how I have fun in my post-grad years, which I talk about in my episode called what even is post-grad, like technically how long does this phase last, right? Like Am I in my post-grad years until I get married? You know, when does it cut off? Is it like three years, five years, 10 years? Who knows? I still consider myself in the stage. Uh, But when I think about how I have fun, I think that coming off of four years of college when you're drinking at college bars and you're constantly going to parties every weekend, that four years, like it becomes a routine. And that is how you eventually start to kind of define Fun to you because you're just so used to going out that staying in is almost looked down upon like you say Oh, what are you wearing tonight? And your friend says, oh, I want to stay in tonight You're almost everyone's immediate reaction is always like, oh my gosh, no, that's so lame Like you're coming out and you constantly try to convince people to come out with you because For your friend to stay in when you're at this age is unheard of almost You know like people get so much negativity or pushback for it whenever they just want to stay in and have like a night to themselves i'm guilty of it i used to be the friend that would like constantly try to convince my whole house to go out but then i've also been on the flip side too where now i don't really want to go out as much and my friends are constantly nagging me to go out you know like you learn both sides of it but i think that there's pros and cons to each so when you think about post-grad life a lot of people they maybe move back to their hometown and like they're back with a lot of people that they haven't seen in years and you want to celebrate and spend time together and maybe like you're rekindling with friends from high school that when you were in high school you weren't able to go out to the bars. Happy March y'all! Can you believe it? We just had Daylight Savings the other day and before I know it it's about to be the summer. The year is just flying by. If you didn't know this already, March is Women's History Month as well. And as you all know, Macy's is my one and only sponsor for my podcast, Fun on Weekdays. And I'm just so proud to be working with a brand that is committed to empowering and supporting women of our generation to be leaders of the future. Since 2020, Macy's has raised over $2.8 million for Girls Inc., which has funded over 50,000 opportunities for girls across the world. In celebration of Women's History Month, I encourage you to shop female-founded and funded brands that are available at Macy's.com. You can also learn more about their scholarship and donate online, or round up your orders on Macy's.com and your proceeds will go to Girls Inc. To learn more about the work that Macy's is doing, you can go to Macy's.com forward slash honors. So maybe it's kind of like making up for lost time and you're going out all the time. Um, But I also think that in my situation, like moving to a new city where you don't know anyone, you're starting a new job where you don't even really know what you're doing. And you're honestly just trying to like navigate this new life and make new friends. It's very, very easy to make those friends by going out. That's what I did. There's no shame in it at all. So whenever I was meeting up with a new friend, it would typically be like going to a happy hour with A girl that I met through Instagram or Bumble BFF or maybe through like a Facebook group, which side plug, join my Facebook group. We have 20,000 members and it's so incredible. I see girls like all across literally the country and even outside of the U.S. that get together that have met through my Facebook group, which is just so amazing. Like if I would have had this when I first moved to Austin, I would have never felt lonely. But basically, when you're trying to make new friends, I think it's very common that a lot of people, they want to go out together because it's not as nerve-wracking. It's not like straight on -on one-on-one time where you're just sitting down. It's like a friend date. That can be super intimidating. So it's no surprise that a lot of people go out. Or maybe you make friends when you're out in the bathroom, when you're at the bar, or maybe you meet someone. Like It's very, very normal that when you graduate college and you are in this stage of life that you are... Typically, you know, going out every weekend because that's what we did in college. Every weekend we're going to Sigma Chi or Fidel or Rays. (laughs) Personally for me, when I first moved to Austin, um, I was going out literally every single night. Like Thursday, Friday, Saturday, I would go out every single night. Sometimes I would go out on Sunday during the day, you know, Sunday, fun day. I was living on Rainy Street and I kind of used it as my point I'm like, you know, I don't know how long I'm going to live downtown Austin. I don't know how long I'm going to have this job and be able to, you know, do this. So I might as well live it up. And that's exactly what I did. And so there'd be a lot of days, you know, typically three to four, maybe sometimes five days that I'm drinking and I'm going out. And I think the difference is that at this time in my life, I was drinking a lot. Like if I would go out, I would drink at least four to five drinks, which is so different than now I have a little bit more control over myself. And don't get me wrong, there's definitely still days that like, I want to get drunk, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. But I think there's a difference between going out with the intention of just having fun and spending time with your friends versus going out with the intention of like blacking out. And I think when I first moved to Austin, that kind of was my, you know, That kind of was my goal. And a lot of people, when you go out, it's like, if you aren't at the same level as everyone around you and you aren't as drunk as your friends, it's almost considered an unsuccessful night. And why? Because you remember it? (laughs) I did this for about a year. Um, I really kind of stopped going out as much around like, the summer when I was living with Lily and I think living with somebody that I was such good friends with that I was so close to um, I had somebody with me that I enjoyed spending time with Lily just sitting in our apartment eating halal from the food truck right below us and watching Dawson's Creek and I think it was like there was one or two weekends that we decided to stay in and we're like oh but we have FOMO like we don't want to go out but at least we have each other and then we stayed in and we're like wait this is kind of nice like We woke up the next day, we did something productive, we didn't feel like shit. And I think once you kind of get that taste of like, wow, I really don't have to feel like crap every day if I don't drink more than I actually drink water or food. And that was another thing too, is I was just really overdoing it. It got to a point where like, I would wake up on Saturday morning and I'd be so hungover, I'd feel so nauseous because I worked all day Friday, hardly had time to eat. And then I went straight out, drank a lot, had like literally nothing in my stomach other than freaking acid. You wake up in the morning, you take your hungover poop and there's nothing in you and you're hungover and you're like, what do I do now? And then of course you turn to hair of the dog and then you go out again. And I just really was not taking care of myself. So after a while it, I just, I really started to feel like sludge. Like I, even though I was working out a lot during the week, I really felt like health wise, horrible. I wasn't taking care of my body whatsoever. And I also think too, you know, on this podcast, I preach a lot about like routine and to not fall into the routine of waking up every day, working your nine to five and then shutting your computer and just like doing nothing and sitting at your house. I think, okay, first of all, sometimes there's nothing wrong with that. But second of all, you can also get into a routine of the weekends of just repeating the exact same thing every single weekend. And for me, that's what it was. It was Thursday, Friday, Saturday, sometimes Sunday. I would drink every single day. And it got to a point where like, I was living in a routine, but just on the weekends instead of the weekdays, which is quite ironic considering this is called fun on weekdays. So I think there's a lot of people that are kind of in my shoes right now. I've been seeing a lot of people on TikTok uh, make videos and seeing a lot of people actually tweet about this. Like, so you mean to tell me that we're all just getting tired of going out now and we'd all just prefer to stay in And it's so funny because I feel like once I started feeling like that, I just started to see all these other people feeling like that. And I didn't even say anything. And I'm like, is my phone that good at targeted ads that it's literally reading my mind? (laughs) Because you could say things out loud and of course it's going to show up on your phone. But this was something I never really verbalized before because I also felt an incredible sense of guilt that I didn't want to go out and I didn't want to like get hammered because my whole brand is fun on weekdays. And that's what people like associated fun on weekdays with was getting hammered. And as I said at the beginning of this episode, fun on weekdays does not have to mean getting drunk. But if that's what it means to you, then that's great. At this point in my life, that's not necessarily what it means. Anyways, it just went on a tangent. <laughs> okay, so I've been seeing a lot of people start to feel like this and I made a video um a couple weeks ago, maybe even a month ago, just kind of talking about people have been making comments um asking like They miss my old videos and when I used to go out all the time and I used to like make all these videos about my outfits and stuff. And honestly, like I miss making the outfit videos and getting ready and doing my makeup fine and like pre-gaming on TikTok live more than I do of actually going out. (laughs) But I think that you get to a point where you've repeated the same weekend over and over and over. For me, it was about a year of doing that that I finally just started getting tired of it. And I think once you start getting tired of going out, there's this internal battle of saying to yourself, oh my God, am I getting old? Am I getting boring? Like, what's wrong with me? I don't enjoy going out anymore. And I think that's because people program us to think that staying in is wrong. And I wanna be the person, especially with this podcast, to tell you that sometimes staying in is way better. It's way better for yourself. You get better rest. You take care of yourself, your physical, your mental health. And that's when you're able to actually excel in the other areas of your life. Because if you're not taking care of yourself and you're going out all the time and like you're so burnt out, you aren't even really being able to be present too. So like, what's the fun in that? I also am so confused why not wanting to drink makes someone boring. Like if somebody declines a drink or a shot, it's questioned and people like try to pressure you into it. But if you deny like, Gosh, heroin, no one's gonna question that. Like no one's gonna tell you, oh my gosh, you're so boring. Like just do it, you know? It's so much more common for people to question and you and think that you're boring and lame for not wanting to drink when drinking truly is like just as bad for your body. And gosh, I really don't wanna sound like a hypocrite right now because I'm telling you, there are so many days that I, I love a good glass of wine. I drink a few too many margaritas. This past weekend was one of those examples. I went to a Mardi Gras party and I just got hammered and that's totally fine. I just also want to share like the other side of my life because you know, there's a lot of times that I don't like to go out, okay. I think though when you start getting more comfortable saying no to things and you start getting a little bit more confident in yourself and how you feel about yourself, you aren't as easily persuaded by friends or people around you to go out on a night that like maybe you just don't have the social battery or the energy to get up or maybe you just don't want to drink a lot Or maybe, and here's the thing too, when you're going out, you don't have to get hammered. Like you can go out and you can have a drink or two and you can just have like a good night and you can still be just like a little bit tipsy. And I think for me for a while, like I did not have the separation between the two. So it was either like 100% or zero. Like there's not going to be an in-between because if we're going out, we're sending it, you know? (laughs) And I think now I've kind of learned, you know, my... Boundaries a little bit better. And so now I can go out for a couple of hours and then I can Like leave myself. I can have the confidence in myself to be like i'm really tired. I have a lot to do tomorrow I'm gonna head home But it was great hanging out with you guys have like so much fun the rest of the night And there's nothing wrong with that And I think being on the other side of it now because when I first moved here I definitely did have friends that like would kind of pull themselves away and like they wouldn't stay out And I used to think oh my god, they're so boring. They're so lame And now I feel so bad for ever thinking that because I think that everybody kind of eventually gets to this point where you just don't really enjoy it that much anymore. And now that I am at that point, like I just want to say too that people who want to stay in and enjoy spending time alone, that doesn't mean that they think they're too good to go out or that they think that they're above everyone else. It just means that maybe they've grown out of going out and their idea of fun has changed a little bit, which is normal. We're supposed to, we're supposed to grow and evolve. So if your friends are kind of at that stage right now, the best thing that you can do is not try to pressure them into coming out. It's just to make some time outside where you guys can actually hang out because if they're a friend that's important to you and they don't wanna go out and maybe they're at this stage where they wanna stay in and you still wanna be their friend, then you need to find other time in your schedule to spend time with them other than like blacking out at a bar. And that's something that I've definitely been doing a lot more now, too, is just having a lot more uh, intentional time hanging out with my friends. Because I realized, too, that when I was going out, I wasn't even really hanging out with my friends. We would typically always separate. There were always way too many people out. It was so loud. You couldn't even, like hang out and catch up with them and even know about what they're doing with their life right now it was really just like, okay, let's all meet up here, let's go out. And then like we get to the bar, we take a couple shots together and then everybody just kind of like disperses. And it wasn't necessarily like the best way for me to really make friends because I didn't really know anything about my friends. Okay, here's another thing too. A lot of people on TikTok are like, well, you got a boyfriend, like that's what happens. You just stop going out because you're not looking for anyone. And I, I wanna say too, Being in a relationship and being single definitely, definitely plays a role in the types of things that you like to do that are considered fun for you. Um, So one thing is like when you're single and you're going out, maybe your intention of going out is trying to meet someone. And then maybe like there's a little bit more pressure to look your absolute best. But you don't have anyone else's feelings to account for. Like you are truly just going out. You're taking care of yourself. You don't have anyone's opinions that you could possibly hurt or You know, like if you make a bad decision, that's just on you. You don't have anybody else that's kind of like, you know, expecting you to respect them. And I think for that reason, when I was single, it was just kind of like balls to the wall. You know, like no one, there was no one there to like really hold me accountable other than myself. And at the time I wasn't, I had really no boundaries. Um, And then when I started dating Connor, obviously, yeah, of course, like we don't really go out that much, but we do still go out for sure. But I would say when, when we go out now, we spend more like time together kind of versus when you are single it's really easy to just kind of like split up from the group and you're trying to find like a cute guy and then maybe you'll give him way more attention than he ever deserves and maybe maybe if he's lucky you'll take him home or maybe you'll head home to his place who knows and that's perfectly okay like do that for as long as you want to but if your friends don't want to do that then like don't make them feel bad for it another thing too is like When you are single you look at your friends that are in relationships and you just kind of like assume That they're boring or you assume that they won't want to go out And I think looking back I definitely could have been a better friend to my girlfriends that were in relationships because now being on the other side I see a lot of my friends that don't reach out to me the same way Because they just kind of assume that like I'm not gonna want to go out or maybe I've said no to going out too many times that they just know at this point like oh, she has declined the last like three weekends, so I'm not going to invite her. It kind of comes down to whether that friendship is important enough to you to make time to hang out. And maybe what you do is you find something that like you both enjoy doing outside of drinking. And getting to actually know your friends on like an intimate level when you're sober is how you form the best long-term friendships. Like I met this girl Hallie about a month and a half ago And we met one night at a happy hour. We drank a bottle of wine. We were a little tipsy. And we really got to know each other for like four hours. And now, ever since then, so like, yeah, we had a drunk night. It was fun together. But she was the kind of person that like I realized, oh my gosh, I want to invest in this friendship. And so every week now, we have like a hot girl walk. (laughs) We'll walk like three and a half miles. And we're sober. It's like in the morning time. So we get the blood flowing. And it really is like my fun thing that I do for the week is I I just walk and talk with her. And I catch up. But basically going back to being in a relationship and going out and kind of how those like coincide is I just think that when you are in a relationship, maybe you see going out in a different light. You see it more so as a way to spend time with your friends that you haven't seen all week. And maybe your friends on the other side have like an ulterior motive, as I said, of like finding a guy to flirt with or maybe like meeting up with somebody that they're interested in. And there's, there's totally nothing, nothing wrong with that. It's just really important to see both sides of it when you are like the one friend that's single or you are the one friend that's in a relationship. It's so easy to have that like sense of FOMO. All of this to say that, yes, of course, dating Connor has like played a role, but I kind of got to this point in my life before I was ever with him. Um, As I said, when Lily moved in and I was just spending more time hanging out with her, we, as I said, we spent like a couple nights in and I'm like, wow, this is actually really nice. And then we just kind of together Kind of stopped going out as much and we started doing other things together that were like way more fun after a few weekends of staying in we realized that we actually really enjoyed it despite the negative connotation that it typically has i think another thing that plays a huge role in the fact that i really don't like to go out as much anymore is just the social anxiety that comes with it and i talked about this a little bit in the podcast episode that i did um not so final weekdays i just talked about how over the past six months or or a year or so i've just gotten way more aware of my surroundings and when i meet people in public like i want to be on my best behavior i want to be putting the best foot forward and i know that a lot of times when i'm drinking it's not that and when you aren't completely in control of your attitude and your words and your actions and the way you present yourself when you're drinking maybe you could come off in a way that you're not proud of and The last thing that I would want to do is to meet one of you guys in person and I'm hammered and I'm like a bitch (laughs) and you have like this horrible interaction with me and then from that moment forward like you see me and in this light that I don't want anyone to see me in and of course everybody like has those nights but it's 100% a worry that I always have like cancel culture is so real and god forbid I'm like dancing on a table and like I'm wearing a skirt and my butt cheeks hanging out, or like you can see up my skirt, or like I'm wearing a shirt and my nipple comes out and like that's caught on camera. Or maybe I'm just like being completely out of control and I'm out, like that social anxiety, even just thinking about it right now is making me like anxious. (laughs) All of this to say like, who do I think I am? Like no one's sitting there recording me like when I'm out. I don't have freaking paparazzi. I guess it's just, like, an internal thought that I have is, like, the what if, you know? But whether you have followers or not, like, I think so many people struggle with this. It's not, like, even necessarily the social anxiety of, like, people catching you doing something wrong. But, like, maybe you go out and you're with a group of friends and, like, you all lose each other because the bar is super crowded and everyone is super drunk. And maybe you get caught talking to somebody that you just don't want to talk to at all. And you can't find your way out of that conversation. And, like, maybe the person you're talking to is being kind of aggressive because they've been drinking and they don't even, like, really know what they're saying or how they're acting towards you. Like, there's been a lot of times where I've met people out and the people I've met have been, like, very unaware of my boundaries and they'll, like, get in my face and, like, touch me and, like, just I'll kind of move away and they'll just get, like, so close to my face to the fact that, like, they have spit on my face (laughs) And um, so it's not even like just how I'm acting, but it's also being like aware of how people around me are. And oftentimes, like if I am sober or I'm not on their level, I don't really enjoy being around it. But it's also the idea of waking up after a night of drinking and just not remembering the night like to its fullest. And you just think, oh, my God, what did I do? And it's like that secondhand embarrassment. That you'd almost rather just like go to sleep and not even think about it. Or you look at your phone and you see that you've like texted your ex-boyfriend or you texted um, like, I don't know, your mom or your dad or just someone in your phone. You have all these like uncomprehensive texts. And I see that and I think to myself, oh my God, if I sent these texts, like what else did I do? And that social anxiety or it's not social anxiety, that anxiety when you wake up the next day like can consume you. And so whatever that would happen to me, my reaction was like, "Mm, hair of the dog, I'm just gonna like drink more, kind of forget about it, you know, and like brush it off, like, haha, that was funny. But then as I said, you know, it just kind of got to a point where I realized I was not taking care of myself at all. And like, I deserved more than what I was giving myself, 100%. And so I just, I started staying in a little bit more and then I kind of got like, I kind of fell in love with it. (laughs) Another thing too, is I'm just at a point where I, I'm really busy, I really don't have a lot of time to see my friends and the people that I care about. So if I'm going out and I'm like going out with the intention of hanging out with them, I want to be with them. And sometimes when I'm going out and there's just a lot of people and stuff going on, you don't actually get to spend that quality time with them. So I would rather just make plans during the week, maybe after work and it's more of like an intimate gathering or like I said with my friend Hallie, in the morning we go on a walk together. So that gets me to my present. Where am I at now? I feel like there's a lot of people that are in this stage of like, I don't really like going out, but I do it because a lot of my friends are and I feel guilty to stay in or like my friends pressure me to go out. And then there's a lot of people who are in this stage and are like, no, I'm gonna live it up. You know, I wanna go out every single weekend. Like this is one of the only times in my life that I'm gonna be able to do anything that I want with no one else in regards. And either one is totally fine. I think what's difficult about it is that we're all in this stage and we're all kind of like meshed together. And it's really difficult to kind of navigate this because this is the first time in our lives really that we are all on kind of different trajectories. Like in high school, we're all on the same page. In college, a lot of us are on the same page. And then post-grad life, we all move at different speeds in different directions. Some friends are getting engaged, some friends have been single for 10 years and they don't want to be in a relationship and they like to go out and they like to flirt and they like to do whatever they want to do. And managing those relationships and friendships when there are differing opinions, it can be really hard. So as I said, this episode is not to make you guys think that I don't ever go out anymore. I went to a Mardi Gras party two weeks ago. I think I mentioned this. I was like going on a tangent and I think I mentioned it, but I went to a Mardi Gras party with Connor for my friend Hallie's uh, party that she threw. We got hammered. Like we were taking tequila shots nonstop all day. I actually got sick. I threw, <laughs> I'm embarrassed of this. This is the first time I've like thrown up from alcohol in a really long time. I threw up in the bathroom of Gloria's cause we went to go eat Mexican food after this party. And that was like probably the worst thing I could have done for my stomach. Like there's literally a video of me eating rice and beans. And then like moments after I run to the bathroom and like puke. There are still days that I, like, love to go out. And I think more so it's now that when I do go out, it's more of an occasion. Like, we're celebrating something. Or it's because I haven't seen someone in a while. Or, like, it's an occasion that I want to go out and have just, like, a fun night to let loose because I don't have a lot of, like, work going on or anything else on my mind. Or just because I want to. You don't need an excuse. But sometimes it's nice to have one. But there's definitely those days that I still love to do that. But more so now... There's days that I love to stay in. And I've seen just so, just not negative necessarily. I mean, it is kind of negative. I've seen a lot of comments based around me not doing that. And I do feel a little bit like a hypocrite that I'm not, quote unquote, going out and having fun on weekdays. days. But as I said at the very beginning of this, fun on weekdays days doesn't need to mean going out. And going out doesn't need to mean getting hammered. You can go out, you can like still be sober, you can still hang out, you can have a drink or two. It is literally whatever you want it to be. And no one is here to tell you what fun on weekdays can or cannot mean. And for people to tell me what it means, I'm like, what the hell? It's my brand. If I'm telling you it doesn't mean going out, then it doesn't mean that to me. But if I'm telling you that it can mean that to you, then it can. So I will say I'm at a very good place in my life now where I've been super busy with the merch and now we have a puppy. And it's just like a lot of things are kind of starting to align and I'm finding so much more fulfillment in, in doing other things. And so the point that I'm at right now is I kind of wanted to give you some ideas of things that I do for fun because I want to prove that I do still have fun on weekdays. <laughs> So one of my favorite things to do is go to like farmer's markets or vintage markets. Um, If you look online, you can always find one or like estate sales is super fun. Obviously, you all all know that I've been decorating my apartment for the past like, gosh, five months. Um, So that's just something that I enjoy. And like you go to a farmer's market on a Saturday morning or a Sunday morning, get a bouquet of flowers, get yourself like a lemonade. I did that last weekend. It was the best thing ever. Felt so refreshed. Um, As I said, go on hot girl walks with your friends or go alone, put on a podcast, maybe put on this one or go with a friend and just don't even be on your phone and just literally walk and talk with your friend. It's honestly one of the best ways to catch up. And everybody likes to go and exercise a little bit. Um, Another thing is I like to just come to the office, uh, Mike and Connor's office, and I like to just hang out while I work. Sometimes just being around people and being in a different environment, like that is fun to me to just like get out of my apartment. I feel like a little bit of freedom when I do that. Um, guys, oh, I don't even know if I can say this on here, um, but I made a TikTok a while ago. And the fact that I'm like starting to, to whisper, it sounds like I'm telling a secret, which key kind of is. So a couple weeks ago, Connor and I went to this like home convention, uh, home and garden convention. And one of the vendors there was this, like, uh, edible company. I don't know. Um, I looked it up, you guys. I promise you on my life, it is legal here. That's the only reason why I'm mentioning it. And so she gave us, like, samples. And we took them. And I felt so productive. Like, there are a couple different kinds. There's one that, like, makes you productive and, like, super creative and just really in the zone. Um, it almost felt like taking Adderall, in a, in a sense. Um And then there was one that just like honestly put me to sleep and it was great. Like I felt so relaxed and especially lately I've had like a lot of anxiety and just a lot of stuff going on. So that was a really great kind of relief. Um, And then there was one that I took that I was like, I'm not doing this again. I don't like how I feel. Uh, But I've just been like staying in and if I'm ever feeling like a little crazy, you know, just pop in one of those suckers and see where the night takes me. (laughs) So I've been doing that more, um, which I, I think is like to me more fun than like drinking lately and who knows you know maybe five years from now five months from now five weeks from now maybe i'll be back on my party girl era and maybe i'll be at the bar downing shots you know who am i to tell you what i'm going to be doing in the future some other things i like to do was i actually had my friend megan over like two weekends ago and i cooked our hello fresh and i just had her over we made dinner together and we sat at my kitchen counter for like three hours and we just caught up on life and just chit chatted, and time passed so fast and it's like it's those friends that if you can be friends with them in a sober environment that's a like a true friend to me and it's so great to have friends of different sorts you know friends that you can be sober with friends that are like maybe a little bit more social that you're typically going out and partying with i have both and like you should you should uh i want i host bachelor watch nights sometimes uh tonight is actually this the first night premiere and i was gonna have my friend kennedy over but the show already started and i'm like so far behind on work so i'm recording this right now at like 7:38, and it's already recording so i don't know if i'm gonna be able to do it tonight but i love having my friends over to like just watch the bachelor um i made shrimp and what else did i make i made really weird food the last time they were over i made some like Hors d'oeuvres. Is that how you say that? Made some made some food. We had some wine. It was a great little girl's night. I also had a painting night with Connor recently. Uh, there was this like painting on TikTok that he saw a, a DIY video of. And he's like, oh, I want to recreate this. So we went to Walmart. We bought super cheap canvases and paint. And we sat and we painted for like two or three hours that night. And it was so fun. While all of my friends were out. <laughs> Uh, We also went to like the drive-in movie theater. There is one on a rooftop in downtown Austin. It's called Blue Starlit Drive-In. We went there, watched Spider-Man. It was a great night. Put it all, you know, got like the, the trunk of my bed with a bunch of blankets in it. And it was just wholesome. And it was like a little bit different than just staying in and watching Netflix, which I love to do still. I think... Um, about a year ago, if you would have asked me my favorite TV show, I would not be able to give you anything because I never watched TV because instead of watching TV, I was out drinking, but now I, I stay in, I drink a glass of wine or I eat an edible and I watch it. And so finding like a new crime show to watch is always fun for me. Also went to my first comedy show in Austin. That's something I've never done here. Honestly, I didn't even know that they had comedy shows. Uh, I went to hideout theater, which is on Congress and Uh, It was just like a very last minute, spur of the moment decision to go that night. I think I went on like a Wednesday night and it was super fun, just sat and laughed. I've been going to a lot more concerts and live shows lately, which is so fun. I mean, Austin, I'm very blessed, is like the capital of live music. So there's a lot of opportunities to do that. And sometimes it's just fun to be around people and like a vibe. Went to Chelsea Cutler, loved it. She's so good in person. Personally, I think she's better in person. We also got a juicer at home, which this is like I said, if you would have asked me a year ago what I would be doing for fun now, I would have never ever guessed that I would say I'd be juicing celery. But guys, it's so freaking fun. I got this juicer and now I love to go to the store and pick out like different vegetables and fruits to mix up into a little concoction and I come home and make my juice and then I chug it and then I spend the next like 45 minutes on the toilet. And that's fun, you know? Uh, Also, too, like, there's so many restaurants and food trucks in Austin. It's always fun to just, like, for a night that you eat out to find a new place. Uh, We started going to this place called Well, The Well. Uh, It's gluten and dairy-free. It's on 2nd Street. Super good. Uh, Also went to this taco truck. Gosh, I don't remember the name of it. It's on Cesar Chavez. It's in East Austin, and it's known for being, like, the best street tacos We've been there probably three or four times since discovering it about two weeks ago. So it's always fun to find a new place like that and just kind of get it out of the house. Also love organizing my closet, holy crap. I never once in my life thought that I would be sharing a closet with a boy. And so now I'm like, the fact that I'm giving up closet space is unheard of. But I love organizing it now, it's like super fun. Uh, Last thing was a couple weeks ago, we went to an animal shelter and that was just something fun to do. We were there for like, An hour or two um, on like a Tuesday afternoon and we just went and like played with the dogs for a minute well we like looked at the dogs I guess they don't really like let you play with them but it was just like a nice thing to do and kind of fulfilling and wholesome and fun and it's not something I would have done for fun a year ago but as I said you're not supposed to be doing the same things for the rest of your life you're supposed to find new things that you enjoy Another thing, and this is my last thing, and I'm wrapping it up. I've been spending so much freaking time, working so hard on fun on weekdays. Whether that is like making TikToks to try and keep y'all updated with my life, I've been putting out so many lately. It's insane. Uh, like the other day, I think I made like 14 or 15 TikToks. Like I'm, I'm trying so hard to get my engagement back up. But also just like talking with y'all i try so hard to respond to dms like all day every day and just keep that like sense of community the facebook group is popping off there's so many girls that are getting together in different cities which is so cool to see and i think the more time that i invest into the facebook group the more and more friendships i'm able to kind of like indirectly help form which is just so amazing to see happening like right before my eyes Um, And also working on merch, packing orders, working on another design. Like all of those things are fun to me. Like I actually enjoy it. It's a Monday night, it's almost eight o'clock. I'm sitting here and after this, I'm about to pack some more orders. And I know it's work and I know I say on this podcast, like put work aside and do something else. But for me, this is fun. This is fun right now. (laughs) Overall, I just found things in my life that fill me up. And my life no longer revolves around drinking. If I go to an event, I don't have to look for a bartender. I don't have to look for a free drink. If I go to an event, I can like stand and talk to people and have a conversation and be sober and be present. And that's something that honestly, I look back and I at the time, I really didn't think that it was like an issue. But I think because I've cut it out like a lot more, I realized how much of life I was actually missing. And it's it's so crazy, like. I truly, truly encourage you to maybe take a night in, take time for yourself, or maybe do something, maybe like go out a night and like don't drink. I think it just gives you a whole new perspective. And I know that this may be a quote unquote against my brand, but as I said, this is my brand. And I'm here to tell you that drinking is not a necessity of living your life from memories and moments and fine on weekdays. Mic drop! Oh my God, that was so good. I'm like, I'm pretty confident in that last little phrase to kind of tie it all up. So as I said, you guys, my recommendation of what you should do this week is get together with a friend, be sober, and just just enjoy each other's presence or be sober with yourself, you know? Uh, So that is it, you guys. I hope you enjoyed this episode. It may not have been what you were expecting, but I think it's what a lot of people needed to hear right now. So if you are the friend out there that loves staying in, don't feel guilty about it. Because eventually your friends are going to be in the same boat and they'll understand. And you just got to kind of wait for everybody to be on their own timeline. And that is it, you guys. I will talk to you next Tuesday.